everyone. Welcome to HR Works, brought to you by BLR. I'm your host, Steve Bruce. HR Works provides clear, relevant, actionable information on topics that matter to HR professionals. When you're armed with best practices, plus the knowledge to keep your organization in compliance, HR works. I think it's easy to agree on two things. It's getting harder and harder to recruit great employees, and social media are playing a major role in recruiting. And the question is, how can we leverage our social media profiles and presence and activity to support our recruiting efforts? It's all about the employment brand. To help us get some practical advice around branding, we've asked Kathy Harris to join us. Kathy is founder and managing director of Harris Allied, an executive search firm based in New York City. Kathy, welcome to HR Works. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So you've spoken about uh, having companies use their employees as brand evangelists. Can you explain how that works? Sure, Steve. Happy to. So every person that the candidate interacts with throughout the entire recruiting process gives an opportunity to make a positive impression. So if you think about it, every touch point that that candidate interacts with from the point they walk through your door, including the reception, the receptionist that greets the candidate, the internal recruiter, the recruiting coordinator that phone screens or schedules the interview, the HR person, everyone up and down that team offers an opportunity to personalize the brand and leave an impression with the candidate. We call these brand ambassadors, and by personalizing the brand, they leave the candidate with an impression of what it's like to work for your company. Well, that's great. Um, now, do you recommend having uh, some sort of brand policy and then training employees about branding? I do. Yeah, I think it's a great point. Um, it should focus on how you communicate your employer brand to the market. So every company has um, what they consider to be their employer brand. What's the hallmark of, of their company? What's, what is it like for an employee to work for them? So uh, what I'd suggest is that they take those attributes and train employees not only in how to interview, but in what those attributes are and how to convey them to candidates during an interview. Yeah, and it's also true if company thinks they don't have a brand, but they do. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And sometimes I think if you think that you don't have a brand, then that's something you really need to look at internally because, you know, ultimately there's something that's keeping your candidates, it's retaining your, your employees, rather. There's something that's keeping them there, that's keeping them happy, that's preventing you from having high attrition. And those specific attributes are what you want to look at and focus in on it and determine how are you best going to convey that about your culture to, to job seekers. Right. And so... What steps should listeners take to get their company websites and their social media profiles working for the brand? Well, and, and first, as, as you know, we mentioned a minute ago, taking a look at the attributes of your employer brand and make sure they're, that they're reflected throughout your website and on social media. So I like bullet pointing, you know, thinking about it in terms of a short list. And sometimes what you can do is get your teams together and say, what do you consider to be the attributes of our employer brand? Take a look at those and then make sure that they're reflected throughout your website and on social media. So just to give you sort of a, a sense of, of how this is reflected in your company website, if you feel that your company is very, very nimble and able to work efficiently and react or respond to the market quickly, 
but your candidate goes to the company page and it's hard to navigate or it's out of sync with the time, maybe job postings are not, are not up to date. The, the problem then becomes you're giving a candidate an impression that is very different from what you consider your attribute to be. So I suggest looking and seeing as far as your social media and your and your website is concerned, are, is everything in sync? In, in other words, is your career page is it easy to find on your on your website? Is it easy to sort by location and by the type of job? Um, is your is your LinkedIn page is that message is that consistent with your website? Is we also suggest that all employees uh, have the same share the same kind of information about the company on their LinkedIn pages. Sometimes what you'll find is that different employees will have uh, different ways of describing the company, and you want to make sure that whatever your key attributes are, that you've got you've got that consistently uh, message throughout all of your social media. So then, how do you carry that over um, into how you train your recruiters and how uh, your hiring managers work when they're conducting interviews? So you want to make sure that those attributes are really integrated throughout the interview process. And the, the best way to do that is for your interviews to, first of all, your, your interviewers should be aware of what those attributes are. And then they should talk about, they should be prepared to discuss with candidates what it's like to work for the company. You know, how are those attributes conveyed? So, in other words, if one of your key attributes is uh, collaboration, we work in a collaborative team environment, how do the interviewers how do they communicate that? You know, is it is it a matter of sort of where they sit and how they work together? Do they have regular meetings? But but how is that conveyed? What does that mean in terms of a day in the life of an employee working for your company? You wanna you wanna have them discuss more uh, than just specific job duties. You wanna give them a sense of your culture. Okay, that that, that makes good sense. Now I understand. Um, you recommend maybe a sort of old-fashioned uh, idea that, that everybody should get a thank you note that applies to your organization. Well, I think a thank you email is, is really a good thing to do, and uh, I have we have many, many clients that do this as a matter of sort of regular practice, and, and it really does two things. So first, it lets the candidate know that their resume has been received. More times than not, the resume is received electronically through a portal, and sometimes a, a a job seeker doesn't have any idea if the resume has been received or not, if it just sort of winds up landing somewhere and they don't, they don't receive a response. And then the second thing that it does, a thank you email gives a positive first impression of your company. So I'm wondering, um, we're talking about this consistent message, and uh, you recommend that uh, that should be reflected in uh, job postings and talking points. And I'm wondering, um, should there be an elevator pitch that everybody in the company knows? Yes, I think that's really, I think it's really helpful. It ensures that everyone's on the same page and that they're consistent with, with your company messaging. Uh, the elevator pitch can include things, and, and I think some of the things that are sort of overlooked, the things you can include are things like the industry position, you know, what, what's your hallmark? And so in other words, are you a leader in your industry? And if so, if you've been a leader in your industry for, let's say, an extended period of time, what are some of your recent wins? 
So what have you done lately? How do you demonstrate innovation throughout, your, throughout the industry and throughout the company? Um, what are some of the technical innovations? So if it's, for instance, a technical candidate, and, and we do uh, a lot of work in the technical space, it's the majority of the candidates that we, um, that we represent these days are technical candidates. So what are some of the technical innovations? You know, what are some of the new and emerging technologies that you might be, that you might be working with? Those can be woven into your elevator pitch along with things like industry awards and, you know, customer satisfaction surveys and, and things like that. Well, that's very helpful. Now I'm wondering um, what you recommend uh, companies can do uh, to address negative postings, maybe a disgruntled employee or an ex-employee or a customer uh, posts something on a Twitter feed or on a site like Glassdoor. I guess there are two parts to this question. First, in general, how do you respond as a company? And then how do you address these negative comments during an interview? So I think as far as, um, as, far as responding as a company, um, in terms of your external communications, that depends on the nature of the complaint. And, and I suggest deferring to your PR person or whoever manages uh, your external corporate messaging. And that, you know, if, if there is let's say, a legal action that's pending or something like that, that's, that's going to be something that needs to be decided internally uh, in terms of messaging by sort of a, you know, probably a group of people. And then your people need to know what they can say and what they can't say about it. It may just be something that they can't talk about. Um, but, but that certainly needs to be conveyed. If it's something that you you want your t- your team to be able to speak to, in other words, if there's something, if there's disgruntled employees, if there's just you know some negative press that's come out, um, and you want to deal with that, you want your people to be prepared. Then I suggest that you prepare them with speaking points, and make sure that if there are issues that are difficult to manage, things like you know you've had a layoff or you know you've had a um, a high profile resignation, let's say that your people are prepared uh, with speaking points. And, and your external, I mean, your, your internal communications team um, can help with language and speaking points. But, but I suggest that, um, you know, from the standpoint of management and from recruiting, consistency is really important here. When, what we often find is when communication between an interview team is inconsistent, it gives the impression of disorganization within the company, and you don't want to leave a, a candidate with that impression. So you want to make sure that everyone is, is on the same page and knows how to respond. Okay, thanks. Now, what about um, testimonials? If you have testimonials from customers, employees, and so on, how, how do you present them, or do you even recommend using them? Absolutely. I think, I think third-party testimonials are a tremendous way to validate your business and, to, um, and, and it's a great way for your, for your people to communicate uh, what the external market has to say about them. I suggest uh, if you've got awards or testimonials, um, first of all, they should be featured on the website. You, you should have any kind of positive press or you know, accolades, any kind of, if you're, if you're named uh, one of the top companies, let's say a magazine has rated you as one of the top employers um, you know, within, your, within your sector, you definitely want to have that on your website. 
As far as physical awards, physical awards and newspaper articles and things like that, they can also be featured in uh, common areas like a reception, a waiting room or somewhere that a job seeker may be, uh, may be sitting or may need to spend some time. It's a good way for them to get a sense before they go into an interview of um, you know, some of the awards and, and where you are as far as your industry is concerned. Yeah, that's helpful. Now, uh, what role should the CEO and other members of senior management play in your brand building and recruiting? They are the ultimate brand evangelists. It, it all starts at the top. Um, and they should certainly know the messaging. They should be on point, on message. And uh, for any news or press or public speaking that they do, it's really helpful to just always make sure that if there's an opportunity and they're asked that everyone's on the same page and everyone's talking about sort of what it's like to work collaboratively or whatever the, the hallmark of the attributes are of your, um, of your company. So, and also we're hearing, uh, especially with... Uh, millennials that the company's uh, social responsibility is playing a more important role. How, how impactful do you find that? It's very impactful, um, especially for millennials. I suggest um, featuring, featuring uh, any kind of signature philanthropical projects um, on your website and discussing them in interviews. It's part of what make your, makes your culture unique, and it definitely resonates with an audience. Um, it's also part of the culture, and if it's part of your corporate culture, make sure that your uh, interview team is, is able to speak to that. Okay, great. So um, this is all uh, very helpful. I'm wondering, uh, to sum it up, what uh, single thing or things would you recommend to companies that want to make a real difference with their brand and their recruiting? Your people. I mean, the, the people should really exemplify the brand, and it makes all the difference in the world. If they're on message and they represent your company as an employer of choice, that resonates with, with candidates. And top candidates today have many choices. They can go many, many places, and it's the people that make the biggest difference to them. I like it. So, Kathy, um, thanks so much for joining us today, providing these very helpful tips. We appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Listeners, please let me know what HR Works should cover next. Bruce at blr.com. Thanks for listening. This is Steve Bruce for HR Works. The opinions expressed on HR Works do not represent legal or any other type of professional advice and should not be used as a substitute for legal advice from a qualified attorney licensed in your state.